Hey everyone, welcome to episode 34 of the ADBIP group, Innovators Q&A, your live question and answer show, bringing you answers to common intellectual property questions, covering patents, trademarks, copyrights, trade secrets. This is your host, Amir and Victoria, and uh, we're here to just bring more clarity and answer common questions that come up often. Um, so this is a Q&A show. We start with the question of the day. Um, but before we get started with today's question, we'd like to do a quick recap of yesterday's question. So go ahead, Victoria. Yesterday, the question was, how does my company trademark its clothing brand with its own list of clothing? So we've been doing a series of questions here that are interrelated. So there's two basic types of trademark applications. There's the TS standard application and the TS plus application. The TS plus application is $50 cheaper than the TS standard application. However, it gives you less latitude when you're describing the goods and services that you're providing under your brand. So today, um, why don't you tell us what today's question is, Victoria? Today's question is how do I protect my logo for my clothing brand? So. The last four episodes, we were covering word marks. So Victoria, help me remember. So yesterday, last time we did lace up, and then the time before that, I think we did, was it V-Res? Yeah. And then before that, it was something like flip threads, I believe. Flip threads, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna go into how you can actually protect a design, right? So everyone talks about the, the Nike swoosh logo. Uh, there's all these iconic brands. Um, you might have one that you're coming up with and you're trying to promote and you're trying to turn into something huge. Uh, and so what we wouldn't do what we're going to do in these next series of episodes is we're actually going to show you how you submit your trademark application on a logo or a design. So I, what I did was, is I actually took Victoria's lace up and I just turned it into a design, uh, which I will show you all shortly, but um, so Victoria, today, do you want to do uh, individual or do you want to do a company for the brand? Um, I was thinking individual. Okay, so we're going to do a trademark application, start to, to finish on Victoria's logo uh, uh, as an individual. And should we do the TS Plus or the TS Standard? Victoria, up to you. Um, I think today let's start with the TS plus and awesome then... yeah so that's the that's the cheaper application so we're going to do the ts plus standard application today on a logo for a person okay so as usual let me pull up my banners real quick um oh yeah before we get started i just want to remind everybody we have a phone number texas at 415-943-5193 this is my direct text message community so i will respond to you directly uh, you can also email Victoria if you guys have IP-related questions and want to get on the show. Um, okay, so uh, let me pull up, throw up my banner though on how you we get started with this. So we already did, we've covered, we did several videos on searches, uh, but just to recap real quick, if you go to test.uspto.gov, so I will. Oh, whoops! I added uh, my whole share screen to the. Uh, Stream. Let me take that off. Uh, one second. Uh, stop screen share. Screen share. 
Okay. All right. There we go. All right. So if we go to test.usptl.gov, we can do a, we can do a search. And again, we we did this last time, but we did a search on LaceUp, and as you can see, we found one LaceUp, but it was not for clothing. It was for footstools, and we decided, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's see if we can get it for clothing. Uh, hopefully, that's different enough that we wouldn't have an issue. Okay. So once you are done and you feel confident that you have a good shot of actually getting your trademark allowed that there wouldn't be other confusingly similar marks on the on the principal register, then the next step is to actually go to tsdr.uspto.gov, okay? And this is where you're actually going to register your trademark. So in the past, I had shown this, uh, I had just given you the street link, but it's a little long, uh, hard to remember. So let me, uh, let me just uh, make sure it's clear and up. Uh, so there you go. So tsdr.usptoe.gov. Once you're here, all you do is click file online. Now, I kind of cheated. I, I logged in beforehand, but all you need to do is create a uspto.gov account. They use two-factor authentication, so you can get the authentication code either sent to your email or uh, kind of delivered to you over a phone, which is kind of interesting. I prefer email. It's just quicker and easier. All right. So once you're here, you start the initial application by clicking on initial application form. So it'll take you to another screen uh, where you can start your application in TS, right? So this is the button that you want to click on. And now once you're here, again, um, I'm already logged in, but it would it would have prompted you to log in at that point in time. Okay, so we're going to do the TS Plus standard application. Um, we're going to try to uh, save Victoria 50, 50 bucks. And we're going to do it as if it was me doing it. So me as an individual. Okay. So we're going to click continue. Now here, uh, again, they have this format where you put your last name first, separated by a comma, and then your first name, and then the, your middle initial. Uh, again, I've said this before in the past, but you have the option to use a DBA. I recommend to only use this if you really do have a registered DBA. Don't just click this button for the heck of it. Now, as an individual, you're going to have to enter your citizenship. Um, so we're going to enter our citizenship here. Um, and then again, a corporation or a limited liability companies, you have all these options. Uh, we're going to do an LLC tomorrow or, or later this week, actually. Um, but if you did select a corporation or entity, you would have had to enter in the, uh, the state that your, that your entity was formed in. So the state of incorporation. All right, so once we do that, we have to put in our mailing address. Uh, I like to use my Impact Hub address because it's a little less public. Uh, I don't give my private address, but again, uh, if you have a PO box, you could use a PO box. And if you do do that, you can uncheck this box here and enter your actual domicile. This, your actual address in here would not become public record. So that's something to think about if you're kind of a public figure or have a public persona that you want to keep this, this information confidential. Now. Phone number's optional. I rarely submit phone numbers. You're going to get a prompt later warning you, hey, you didn't enter your phone number. But I think it's okay. I think it's better to keep your phone number off public listings as much as possible. Same with facts. Unfortunately, you now have to enter in your email. So I'm going to enter in, um, I'm going to enter in my uh, work email. And if you have a website address, you could enter it in here. Now, when I hit continue, it's going to give me that prompt about the telephone being, hey, you didn't enter a phone number. If, what if somebody needs to contact you? Again, correspondence occurs over email anyways, so really not a big deal. I'm okay not, not having my, public, my phone number as public record. Now, here's the cool part. Here's the bit where we get to actually upload Victoria's cool logo that she designed for us. So what we're going to do is we're going to click special form, right? So 
just re really quick to recap before when we were doing standard characters we were just entering in we did lace up here i think we just did uh, i think we did all caps or something um that's all fine however today we're and in the next couple episodes we're going to show you how to do a logo so a design that you come up with now um the one key thing i should have created a banner beforehand but i, I just want to tell everyone real quick that um two important things about about your logo design so one is there's pixel requirements so it's 250 by 944 pixels this is the let me let me post this up for you guys um, these are the dimensions the maximum dimensions for your logo design so you can't have so when you design your logo you can't have it larger than 944 pixels in width or length and it can't be smaller than 250 pixels in any dimension so just keep that in mind. So after, so once this logo was designed, I expanded it out so that it was larger, so that it was up to 944 pixels, so we won't get an error. If you go over 944 or under 250, you're gonna get an error. Now, the second thing that's really important that I wanna make sure I communicate, um, the word mark that we did before, okay, the word mark, will, it gives you the strongest protection because Anyone that takes that word and designs it in a different way would still technically be infringing your trademark, assuming you were able to obtain protection on just the word. So word marks give you the broadest protection. Now, design marks, um, they're still really powerful, especially if your brand has a lot of a sway in the market, right? If you have a very powerful image like the Swoosh logo or some iconic brand, um, that can be very powerful. Now, the one thing though that I do want to caution you against is I highly discourage you from claiming color as a feature of the mark. So that being said, convert your, your images to grayscale. I think it'd be really, really, I think it's really, really important to do so. Don't claim color as a feature of the mark, unless, unless color really is truly part of your brand and you want to protect that. You can, it is actually possible to trademark, trademark color. Um, I believe the T-Mobile pink is was one, a great example. Um, so just keep that in mind. It is possible to trademark color, and um, it, it's something to, to keep in mind in the future whenever you're doing your own trademark applications. Now, with the design, it's going to prompt you. It's going to say, hey, do you want to, to claim color as a feature of the mark? And I always check no. Now, remember, uh, in order to, to do this correctly, then, is you have to submit a grayscale or black and white design. So two things. So again, generally, it's always going to be a black, black and white or grayscale design that you upload and two, make sure that it's within the size constraints. So you want it to be between 250 and 944 pixels. Okay, great. So let's continue with the application. So here we're going to click special form and this is where we're going to actually be able to upload our design. So we're going to pick the file. I'm, I've done this before I started. I set this up. So here's our okay. And then we're going to click. So once we choose it, then you hit attach and oh i screwed up i did not convert it into a jpeg so that's another really really important point so let's modify our banner here just to make sure everyone's clear grayscale black and white and we need it to be jpeg ah see why we do these episodes victoria let me uh Convert it real quick. Bear with me, everybody.
right. Okay, finally, good to go. Okay, so let's try again. So now we're going to upload the JPEG and wait. Oh, wait, still. Let me. Oh, wait, sorry. I know where it is. Okay. I have to find my file. Here it is. Okay. All right. On track again. Wait a minute. Why is it still giving me issues? JPEG. Okay. Should be a JPEG now. Why is it showing up as a PNG? Huh. All right. Well, this is. All right. I am going to, I just created a new logo for you that doesn't look as cool, <laughs> but will work. Okay. So, all right. Pardon the delay. Um, this is also a great example why you can see I've been doing this for many, many years and I forgot to upload the right file type, but now I have a JPEG. Um, I click attach. Um, oh, see, so here's the perfect example. So here's the error that you're going to get. So we have to make sure that it's the right size. Um, so let me modify the size. And okay, so we're going to open it again in paint and decrease the size of it. guys thanks for bearing with me all right saved all right now it should be the right size uh, all right so we got to go back you have to upload the right size um, again um, three really important points black and white make sure it's actually the right size and make sure that it's a JPEG uh, oh gee now it's too small okay I gotta go back and make it a little bigger uh, so we're gonna edit and so now we're going to make it slightly bigger. And now we should not have that issue. All right. Okay, let's go back, fix the image, choose our file, attach. Ah, there we go. Okay, no more error. Okay, moving forward now. Okay, so you see here, uh, really boring. Um, it was blue. Um, so black and white. Again, um, I had a much cooler logo made for you, Victoria. Sorry. 
Um, now, here, literal element. This is where you put up the literal element of your mark. So we're going to call it lace. Um, I didn't have time to write in lace up, um, but you get the idea. Here, you put the actual literal letters that are in the mark. Now here, remember I talked about color. If you're claiming color as a feature of the mark, um, you would describe the color. We are not claiming color as a feature of the mark. So we're going to check this box right here. It says very clearly, check this box if you are not claiming color as a feature of the mark. Again, I encourage you to not claim color as a feature, up upload a black and white image, um, and then again, make sure it's a JPEG, not a PNG, and make sure that it's within the, the size constraint. So it's got to be between 250 and 944 pixels. So um, here you actually have to describe what the mark is. Um, so here I'm just going to say stylized lettering of the, the word L-A-C-E. Really simple. You don't add the period. The system will automatically add the period for you. All right. Next, we hit continue. Um, and then we get to the cool part where we get to pick what clothing we will be selling. Um, so we're going to click add goods and services. Remember, we're doing the TS Plus application, which is $50 cheaper. And so this is actually going to require us to select the canned choices. So here we're going to search for, uh, oh, actually, Victoria, what, what sort of clothing are we going to be selling on our brand? Um, Bathrobes? Does that? <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. I love it. Okay, bathrobes. Boom. Are they hooded? Or just? Sure, oh. Yeah. Both. Awesome. So we're going to do bathrobes and hooded bathrobes. And we're going to select section 1B. Next week, we're going to be doing section 1A applications, which cover trademark, trademarks that you're actually using to sell goods and services. Uh, to this week, this, these past few episodes, we've been doing 1B applications, which cover, OK, not yet selling this mark, not using, using the mark to sell goods yet. But I will be, and I plan to, but I want to secure the mark, the mark first. I want to secure my lace logo design before I actually invest in the branding, updating the website, the Instagram, the Twitter, all the various social platforms, creating banners and possibly even creating paper media, whatever it is that I'm doing to advertise. I want to make sure I get the brand first before I proceed with investing in it. So this is a section 1B application. You get to check this box. This just says, hey, yeah, I have a bona fide intention. I'm really intending to use this mark in commerce. So you're going to check this box here and then click assign filing basis. Uh, again, bathrobes, hooded bathrobes. These are the choices that we got from the from the selections provided by the system with the TS app Plus application. If you want to spend fifty dollars more, which I recommend and always do, then you can actually submit a description that you come up with. So you could come up with all the wording. Uh, you're not limited to the options that are presented by the TS system. So once we hit continue, so we, just double checking, we have section one B. Bathrobes, hooded bathrobes, again, they're under class 25. Um, the big gotcha here, the big gotcha, make sure that you're aware. Each class has a, is a separate filing fee. So we're both un, these are both under class 25, so it's only one filing fee. But if you had added a different something in a different class, okay, then that would increase the fee by another 225. So just keep that in mind. So here, all class 25, so we're good. So we're going to hit continue, and we're almost done. Here, you're gonna enter in your docket number. Um, and let's just do uh, TO3 um, and then email addresses. You can, as many as four. Here, I recommend you putting anyone, like if you have other email addresses that you check regularly, or if you have an assistant or someone that works with you on your team, but right, there might be an internal person that helps you 
uh, add their email here. It's nice just to have a, another warning so someone else gets the reminder in case you missed it. So once we hit continue, we're almost done. Now we're going to put our input, our, our contact information. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to be we're going to be signing. Um, the system already has our contact information because we filed as an individual. Um, so we're going to sign directly into the application form. Um, and to do this, you have to check four boxes. So the first box is just saying, hey, yes, I do have a bona fide intention to use this mark in commerce. This is what's called a Section 1B application, uh, 1051B. Um, in the next few episodes, probably starting next week, we're going to cover 1051A applications, which are actual use trademarks. Um, so you're going to check this box. You have three more boxes to check. This one is just saying that, to your knowledge, you you have a belief that you have a right to use this mark in commerce. So there isn't someone else that's already using this lace design that came, we came up with. And to the best of our knowledge, that this, there's factual support for what we've said, said in the application. And then the fourth checkbox is just saying, yeah, you're signing under penalty of perjury. You're telling the truth. You understand that if you lie, you could be subject to, uh, to fines or imprisonment. So here to sign the application, all you have to do is put your name within slashes um, and then check the date sign box. It automatically pops the date for you. Here you put your name. Again, it's this weird format where it's your last name, comma, first name, and then initial. And then the position, we're just the owner because I'm filing it me individually. So you can put owner. You can also put holder. Some people like, it's actually down here, owner slash holder. I just like to put owner and your phone number. Now, this is the one place where you do have to put your phone number. Um, but once you click validate, your application is validated and you're, we're almost done. So now it's basically just getting to payment. So before we get to the payment page, though, I encourage you to actually review the application. Make sure it's all complete correct. You can click the you can click the JPEG button. Oh, you guys can't see that, but it, it actually pops up the design once more. Um, again, it, you can see special forms mark. Yes, this is also known as a design mark. So this is how you know this is a design mark. If, if it was not a design mark, you would just say no. In other words, just be a word. Um, the literal element again. We input this, but this is. This is any letters, words that are up here in the design. It's like if it was a stylized design of your initials, you just put your initials, whatever your mark is. You got to make sure you actually put the literal elements. Color, again, really important. We're not claiming color as a feature of the mark. I, I encourage you not to unless color really, really is something that you believe is truly unique and identifies you. Now, um, again, this is a description that we came up with. It just consists of stylized letters. Oop, huh, misspelling. Okay, so um, if you were doing this for real, you can go back into the application and actually update it and correct this. Now, again, this is the dimensions. Make sure it's between 250 and 944. This is our address. Um, we're filing as an individual, class 25. Up, oh, and here are Victoria's clothing items that she's going to help me sell: bathrobes and hooded bathrobes. And we're filing under Section 1B, which means we're intending to do this. We haven't yet started. And again. Docket number, our our name, um, correspondence information. So these are where we put put in the other email outs that we want to be associated with the application, so that those email addresses will also get updates. And again, this is a TS plus. It's 225. We're filing under only under one class, which is for clothing. Um, and yeah, so this application looks good to go. We're gonna hit back again. If you press the mark button, you're gonna see the a JPEG version of the mark one more time before you file. So this is what's actually going to get submitted to the trademark office. And again, um, I've said this in prior episodes, but if you need to go back to modify any part of the application, it's really easy to, you just you just click back, back, back. And it's nice because it saves all your information. So when you go forward, you don't have to worry about redoing it every time. 
So just as an example, I introduced a typo in this application. So really, really easy to, to, to fix. All you do, um, so stylize means you go back to where it is and then you update the language. So stylize lettering of the word lace. And again, we just hit continue and you'll see that it's a session stored. So it's gonna save all of our information. So we just click next, 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 continue, continue, continue. And we're gonna be able to go back to, right back to where we were at the submission. So again, we're gonna press validate and we're here. And again, just, just so you can see, it actually did update the language right there. So there's the correction of the typo. And when we hit back, we're now gonna be able to submit. Um, and you check the box. This is just saying, hey, if you messed up the design, not our problem. You're gonna have to resubmit a whole new application and pay the, the filing fee all over again. So just keep that in mind. This is just the final, hey, no refunds. So once you check that box and hit pay submit, we're done. So now it's gonna prompt us, enter our credit card information. And once we enter our credit card information and hit submit, application is gonna be gone and will be eventually examined by the trademark office. So again, credit card, you put your credit card information here, you hit submit. Now, once you hit the submit button, just to be clear, you're gonna get an email from the trademark office and that's gonna have your serial number. That serial number is gonna be tied to your application all the way through. Um, even after issuance, you'll still be able to find your application by your serial number. Um, so this, that's how you do a trademark application. TS Plus application, the cheaper 225 version um, for as an individual on your design or logo. And again, apologies for the hiccup, but remember there's pixel requirements. I mean, I screwed this up, right? So just remember, it's gotta be a JPEG, can't be a PNG file. It's gotta be grayscale and black and white if you're not claiming color as a feature of the mark which I encourage you to do. Don't claim color unless it really, it really is something distinctive and make sure that it's within the pixel requirements. So 250 to 944. Um, again, text our number. This is our community number. Um, if you guys have any questions related to intellectual property or want to be on the show, just email Victoria. Um, but our phone number 415-943-5193. And uh, you can always reach Victoria at Victoria at a DBIP. Com. This is episode number 34. Uh, we're going to bring you guys a lot more awesome content related to patents, trademarks, trade secrets, and hopefully some copyright. Um, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.